0: The camera never lies, of course, is not true. Photographs can be manipulated to show all sorts of fiction, and increasingly are. But when commercial photographer Philip Friedman was recently at a Fortune 500 company to take photos of the board, he saw a demonstration of authentic leadership.
1: He warmed up the room and he warmed up his board and that was fantastic. I thought that that's, that's
0: somebody that I would want to work with. Hi, I'm Irene Silber with the Vanguard Network. Philip Friedman has taken scores of magazine covers for Hearst Publications, and he's also photographed some of the most powerful leaders in the world. As part of our series on a different kind of leadership, Friedman spoke with former public TV journalist Ken Stone about how he views leadership from behind the camera and how he practices it himself.
1: I was asked by a friend to open a digital photo studio at Hearst. And they had a weekly magazine that they were putting out at the time. And so they needed images quickly. And so I went in and I did that. I established this photo studio that was just um, extremely successful. And from there I went to working for all of the brands at Hearst when they opened the tower in 2005. And um, that became, and I'm still there. I still work for, as a part-time photographer for Hearst, as well as working for um, my own clients. So I have my own client list, and then I have my Hearst brands that I shoot regularly
2: for. When you think of the word leadership, uh, what do you instantly think of? It's the person who can see what that next thing is going to be,
1: or what it could potentially be. I know I'm saying this is one person. It's, it takes a lot of people to make a, an artwork, a great artwork, often. Um, you know, it's not a painter in a studio anymore. It's a, it's a team. Um, but there's someone that has to have that vision. And when I'm on set, it's me, it's my assistants, it's an, it's, um, an art director, it's a creative director, it's a, you know, a whole bunch of people. And, and often a client who's could be demanding, but I have to make those ultimate, the, the decision about the photography is up to me. The way that looks, the way
2: it's lit, the way it moves or doesn't move. Talk a little bit about that client in the room, because uh, very often the people that uh, you are photographing are powerful leaders in their own right, yep. have very strong feelings as to who they are, what their brand is. So who's in charge when you're in that studio? I am.
1: However, I make them feel as if they're in control, not in charge, in control. Um, you can't start, you can't order someone around. Um, and often you don't have a lot of time with them. You know, I, I, I do a wide range of photography. I'm not just a portrait photographer. I also shoot um. Uh, images for ads that are often not with people in them. So I understand photography from a very um, organic level. You know, it's just, I know how to light things. I know how people want things to look. When a person comes into the room and it's someone who's powerful, then I have to change my tune, my, um, my level of what would be perceived as control. And I have to have control over the camera. No one else can do that. But I often start this um, conversation with the person. So you come into my studio and you're this powerful person or whoever, you know, um, an actor, um, a CEO. I will often just try to bring things down, get, get it to something very basic. What do we have in common? Uh, what are our interests? Almost steer it into a different direction so that I can then n- not only find out what you're all about, but also make you feel comfortable and and have you trust me that I will do a good job because that's all I want to do is make sure that you look great.
2: Well, it it gets back to Aristotle and that the art of persuasive speech. You have to create a pathos. The relate, you know, acknowledge. The audience um, for their talents. Uh, but then you have to establish your ethos. As yes. as, you know, I, I'm, I'm the guy who can actually do what you want me to do with this camera. Yes. Uh, easier said than done. Very often.
1: Once you have someone's trust, though, you're you're golden. And I, I'll do it very quickly. I make sure I, you know, I'm I'm very used to because of my work at Hearst, um, somebody coming in for 10 minutes, somebody for coming in for half an hour. Um, I had Oprah Winfrey once for 15 minutes. I didn't have any more time than that. I had to get it quickly. And I did that by engaging her and she was lovely and fun. And she wanted me to do well. I wanted her to do well. We wanted, we were on each other's
2: side. When you were in art school, is this the kind of thing that was ever taught? Because often in many other majors at the universities, leadership's never taught. No, it was not taught. I was taught how to take a photograph and how to um, paint a figure. And I was taught technical. But, but as you look at how you get clients, is it your artistic eye or is it that other part that, that the leadership, the EQ, which is what keeps getting you hired? It's the second thing.
1: I, I think it's a combination of both. I mean, obviously I have to have a portfolio. And um, uh, I also think it's, I'm, I have very good bedside manner. I'm very good on set. I'm not somebody that comes off as, I have, I'm fearless and someone walks in the room doesn't matter who you are. I'm I'm there. I make sure I've I've shot two presidents and a first lady, and I've never batted in an eye with either of them, um, or any of them, rather. Um, I feel as if my my confidence comes from my work and knowing that people like what I do. But I think I learned um, how to my my approach to um, connecting with somebody comes from
2: that business um, knowledge. So what's the dynamic like when a powerful leader, such as a president of the United States or a first lady uh, or Oprah uh, walk into the room and seed leadership? I mean, do do you see that happen? And does anybody who's not competent ever do that? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um,
1: um, well, there's this whole phenomenon of the B-list celebrity who comes in and just um, is just awful to work with um, because they are not confident. Um, as opposed to a president of the United States or someone who's very well known and established who does have confidence. Yeah, you know, it depends on very often it's just that moment, what what preceded this moment. Was it a good day? Was it a bad day? Am I in a good mood? Am I feeling well? Um, So um, not me, but the person that is being photographed. Um, I I always have to bring the A game in. Um, It's often determined by circumstances, not, not, it's, it's, it's something that's often
2: not in anyone's control. Right. You have to practice what they call uh, situational leadership. Yes. Your style is always going to be different depending on what's happening in front of you.
1: Yes. And then you have to, are they responding to the way I'm talking to them? Do they like this? If they don't, then pull away a little bit and try something else. The CEO of American Express, who I photographed, but his board last week came in and sat down and started talking to me and my assistant about what we're doing, how great we are. Um, he warmed up the room and he warmed up his board. And it, that was fantastic. I thought that that's, that's somebody that I would wanna work with. He's not somebody who ignores everybody. And I've seen that happen. I, I think that a lot of leaders that are um, just thinking about one thing, what's
0: in front of them instead of the, the big picture, which is their company, often fail. That was photographer Philip Friedman speaking with journalist Ken Stone as part of the Vanguard Network series on a different kind of leadership. Podcasts like this are just one of the membership benefits of the Vanguard Network, which organizes events, publishes content, and connects C-suite leaders. Our mission is building high-performance leadership. If you'd like more information about us, please visit our website at thevanguardnetwork.com. I'm Irene Silber. Thanks for listening.